good afternoon or good evening, depending on where you're located. I'm Denise Youssef, and this is my very first podcast, Conflict Resolution. That is something that I've been passionate about for many years, and I've decided to start a podcast to help share some of the tips that I've learned as a mediator for family and business disputes, and also as a conflict resolution coach. Right off the bat, I'm going to start out with a tip that I focus on from the very beginning during my conflict resolution workshops, and that's being your best self. And what does that mean? That means that you're in a position to listen, to reflect, and to respond, not just with your demands or with what you have itemized, a list that you have in your head. It's being able to reflect and then respond with your needs. What do you really need to move this conflict forward and achieve a resolution? What do you need in order to maintain the current relationship that you have? One of the things that I find during my conflict resolution workshops and in individual conflict coaching is that people like to preserve the relationships that they have, as long as it's a good relationship, one where you're not being abused or taken advantage of, but one that is maybe with a friend, a family member, a trusted business partner. And how do you maintain that relationship when there's conflict? And focusing on that very first tip, being your best self, that means that you're in a state of mind where you're able to reflect without anger on what has happened. I always joke during my workshops that what that looks like to me, I'm on a beach and I'm, I have a margarita in hand or I have uh, a soda, which is a bad habit that I have, but I either have a soda or a margarita in hand and I'm able to just think about what has happened without judgment, without commentary from other individuals. I have that time to myself to reflect and to think about what has happened. I have time to think about either the words that were spoken or the events that took place. I have time to think about what was my role in that conflict. I have time to think about my reaction, my responses. Was I someone at the time during the conflict who helped to escalate the conflict or did I do my best to de-escalate the conflict? Now, one of the things that people will ask is, well, how do you take that time in the heat of the moment? It's okay to tell someone, I don't think that we're going to come to a resolution right now, but I value you. I value our relationship. Again, whether that's a business partnership, whether that's a friendship, whether that's with a family member. And I'd like to take time to reflect and think about this before we discuss the matter further. I would like to come to a resolution to you and with you. And because I value you, that's why I want to take this time. And you can tell someone it may take me a few days to get back to you because I have X, Y, and Z going on. Or you can tell them I'll do my best to check in with you tomorrow to see if we can schedule time to discuss this. The other thing about being your best self is sometimes you're in the heat of the moment and you have to calm yourself down. What does that look like? A lot of times that's counting one to 100, 
Sometimes that is meditating. Sometimes that's just practicing your deep breathing. It really depends on you, what's best for you, what works for you. There are a lot of different tips and techniques that you will encounter and that you can utilize. This isn't a one size fits all. These are different tips for what works best for you. Another thing that you might consider is thinking about something that forces you to stop. Maybe that's picturing a stop sign. Maybe that's picturing a river or the ocean, just picturing the waves moving back and forth. What helps you get you out of that conflict mode, out of that escalation mode, out of that anger? What can you do to get yourself to a place where you are thinking about moving forward peacefully and moving forward in order to maintain the relationship? Thinking clearly. It could be that you might need to grab a a cup of coffee with your friend to discuss what happened uh, with that other scenario. Just make sure that you're not taking that other person's advice on what to do. I say this because a lot of times as friends, as family members, we want to be problem solvers. And so a friend, family member, a spouse tells us a problem and we jump in and we think that we have the solution for them. And it it isn't malicious. It isn't with the intent to sabotage the relationship. Quite the contrary. It's with every intention to help. It's with a loving intention. But that person is not in that conflict with the other individual. That person was not there to see the words that were exchanged or the actions that led up to the conflict. And so because of that, it's great to bounce off ideas and it's okay if they give you suggestions, but don't take what they tell you as what you should do. You want to make sure that you're using that opportunity to discuss what happened that upset you. You're engaging in de-escalation really with yourself. You're getting yourself back into a place where you feel comfortable, a place where your thoughts are not racing, a place where you're not so upset or angry that you're going to say something that will just escalate or hurt the other individual. And that's something that you need to take the time to analyze too. What is your intent? Is your intent to work towards a resolution. A lot of times people will say that they want to de-escalate or that they want to find a solution, but the solution is what you want. And so that's not really conflict resolution. That's just engaging in a conversation to try to sway the other person to get what you want. When you're engaging in conflict resolution, you want to make sure that you're identifying everyone's needs and how can you meet those needs. It may not always be a 50-50. It may not always be a win-win. It's walking away and feeling satisfied 
that your needs were heard, that your needs were met. Uh, I say not 50-50 because your needs and the other individual's needs may not equate to 50-50 on whatever uh, the issue is at hand. It may also be that you need to reflect on what your needs are. Sometimes we take a position and we're not really listening to ourselves, to what our needs are, or maybe we haven't worked on that. We get very busy and tied up with our work life, our uh, home life. If you're a parent, what you're doing for your kids, especially right now with COVID, with having to juggle working from home, their education. There are a lot of things going on right now that I see causing little flare-ups and bubbles here and there that are causing chaos, causing anger, causing individuals to have more conflict in their life than what they're used to. So it may be that you haven't had the opportunity to find out what your needs are and you came at the situation from a positional stance. Uh, same thing with the other person. And so I, I urge you that when you're taking that time to reflect, to get yourself into that your best frame of mind, your best self, as I call it, make sure that you're also taking time to analyze what are your needs, what needs need to be met. It may be that you feel you were not heard, and that is very easy to address by letting the other person know, I've had time to reflect on this, and the reason I became upset and I said things that I didn't mean to say is because I felt that you weren't hearing me. Can we take time so that I can explain to you how I felt and what I would like you to understand or what I would like you to hear? It may be that the person will then listen to you, hopefully with an open heart. They will come to the table with sincerity, allow you to speak, allow you to be heard, and then they'll respond. Something that I take from restorative justice is uh, sometimes we use a little bit of a, a, a totem. Maybe it could be a rock. It could be something that has symbolism, a token at your home, a symbolism between you and the other individual. And while one individual is holding that token, it's that person's opportunity to speak. And when they are done, they exchange tokens, and then it's the other person's opportunity to speak. One of the key things is that you don't use the token time to, in your head, think about how you're going to respond to the other individual. The point of that is to really listen to what the other person has to say. I always recommend that you have uh, a piece of paper and a pen so that you can write down what you're hearing the other person say so that you can circle back if you have any questions or comments, clarify what you heard, ask clarifying questions. These are the tips that I have for you today. I hope they're helpful. I hope they help you achieve your best self and help put you in a frame of mind so that you can start working towards a resolution if you're engaged in a conflict with someone.